Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Welcome, welcome to the Try to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Hi, have you been watching like, have you been watching Electric Mayhem or something? No, I need to. I've been watching a lot of Barry. Barry. Oh, it's a show on HBO with Bill Hader and he plays a, a hitman who's trying to be an actor. He's trying to get out of the hitman game to be an actor in LA. How's that going? It's so good. It's okay. really, it's brutal, but it's fun. Okay. I'm in. I don't Welcome. have HBO, but you know. Well, I am actually may or may not have a pat- password from someone else. So I probably, <laughs> ought, I probably ought not pass that along to you. We've got um, a little bit. I don't want to be part of any of your shenanigans. Yeah. I, got I obey copyright protections and yeah, respect right. digital rights management and you you're a real straight arrow steve i am yeah well, i've got I'm, I'm involved in a little password ring that's for sure okay do it's you like little... do you do you give as well as take yes okay good welcome to the trying to be better podcast <laughs> everyone my name is joel and i'm steve and this is a podcast it is a podcast, Welcome although back, it hasn't right? been much of one. It hasn't been much of one lately, so we apologize been, to all of our faithful listeners for you know. It's been a it's been a an empty cave of a podcast for a minute. Yeah, well, sure. You know, it's just we haven't produced any content. We haven't produced any content. And I, I would we, like to just say, for the record, folks, listeners, that we put some like we put some effort into getting this time slot together for you guys. Yeah. Well, this is out. This is out of band, you know. But we know that you, you know, you kind of start start to get the creepy crawlies if you don't hear our mellifluous, 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 what vocal tones in your Ooh. ear holes. Yeah, baby, we're back. We're back to soothe you. <laughs> to I wonder if anybody listens to us to go to sleep. I uh, maybe. I, I would know. love that. I mean, we I do love have that. pretty reassuring vocal tone, unless I get upset or you get upset. Some people just like to. Maybe that. Maybe that's somebody's kink. I'm not here to kink, sleep kink shame anyone. <laughs> well, I, why I, would I, why would you do that? I just legit nobody wins a, there. I took a nap this afternoon, uh, listening to uh, a story time on story time podcast on Spotify. It was just like. It's called, what is it called? It's called like nothing really happens. And it's like just this very soothing female voice telling a story where nothing really happens. Oh, that's amazing. And it just kind of, yeah. So this is uh, <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> that's so cool. She just talks in this story that goes nowhere. Story that goes nowhere. And you does, she, does, she wear, does she wear an onion on her belt? You, it's, not, it's not video, man. It's just it's just audio. Yeah, Whatever. I know that doesn't do it for you, but yeah, I but I do like just you know like a sleep cast. It's like just random drivel 
that I don't really have to follow. You don't have to actually engage with. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I made made the mistake of trying to take a nap recently while watching a UFO documentary. And I was like, I'm too into this. I'm way too into this. Are they real? UFOs? UAPs? Yes, absolutely real. Okay. Our government is like the last government to get on board with the whole UAP situation. Shocking. I know. Like, I didn't know that. (laughs) Honestly, though, I didn't really know that until recently. Like, I found out that, like, France, the UK, other fucking government, China, Japan, other governments have actual departments that are dedicated to looking up and researching and gathering information about unidentified aerial phenomenon or UAPs. And we have just denied it and, like, ridiculed it for so long. And now we're finally getting on board. I feel like Richard Dreyfus was on to something. Yeah, right? This means something. Yeah. This means something. This means something. Hmm. So you got a you you got a dog. Yeah. So yeah, I got a dog, man. Yeah. How's that going? It's going good. I'm I'm sleeping very differently. <laughs> sleeping differently. Okay. So I have I have a little bit of a different demeanor right now, maybe, but uh yeah, man, we got a puppy. How and old is she? She is March, April, May, June. I think she's four months. Oh, yeah, yeah that's she, still pretty puppy. Yeah, she's she's a she's a chewer. She wants to chew, uh-huh. so we're trying mm-hmm. to give her as much as much chew toys as possible. Not our hands and arms, but actual and shoes toys. and couch. Um, yeah. Uh, so the story goes like Kirsten was working at this event for her work and it was downtown in the where that big rainbow phallus is on 13th and P or whatever. You that's know, not I, what I was going to call it, but OK, that's what I call it. I think we both call it the robot, the rainbow robot penis. OK, it's a beautiful uh, piece of public art. I can't remember what it's actually called now. I would have called it the light, the light sculpture. Oh, that was very, that's very benign of you. Right. It looks like a robot, a rainbow robot penis. Okay, fine. Maybe I'm seeing what I want to see. Maybe. Anyway, so the, they had this event downtown and <laughs> her works booth was right across the walkway from the Beatrice Humane Society, which shout out to the Beatrice Humane Society. They were very cool. Kirsten takes a few photos, sends a video to me. She's like, I kind of want this dog. And I'm like, oh, God, let me meet her. So I get on my bike and I ride down there and I hang out with this dog for a while. They let me take it for a little walk around campus. Like it's like as much activity is going on at a little vendor fair outside and yeah, all, yeah. all the hands and kids and various folks that are coming up and messing with this dog. She's right. super cool. She's chill. She's fine. Everything's fine. It's like, right. this is she's. This might be a good one. I mean, obviously they picked her to come to this thing because she's right. Can Had that, that demeanor, right? Um, her name is Maven, and so Maven. Yeah, kind of thought about. It. I talked to some people. Talked to my brother. I talked to folks, and uh, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go down to Beatrice tomorrow and hang out with her there and see how it goes." And ended up signing the papers. The weird thing was, we were in Chicago that weekend, so we had to like. She had been with us. Uh, she had been with a foster mom for a little bit, so 
I connected with the foster mom. She's like, I'd love to take her in while you're gone. That all worked out. We literally get off the plane, drive to Lincoln. The vet from Beatrice meets us in Lincoln with Maven. And all of a sudden we're, we get off the plane and all of a sudden we're dog owners. Nice. Yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's uh, I've never, I've never had uh, Kirsten and I have always been like, we, we have a little mantra around the Egger household, which is no, not that we don't want kids and pets in our home, but we say, we're not having kids. We're not doing pets, but we've, we've internally and without public knowledge, really, you know, checked out dog sites. We actually, I actually almost adopted a dog from the Lincoln or the Lancaster Humane Society a couple of years ago. That was kind of the reason why we bought a house. We're like, we want to have a dog someday. We just like keep kicking that around. But then this dog just sort of showed up in our lap. Came in and stole your heart. She really did. Yeah. And she's a turd. She's right. a little turd. Uh-huh. But I, we're like bonding, you know, it's only been a week, but, right. but yeah, I had this moment like to get vulnerable podcast vulnerable here. I had this Uh-oh. moment before I went to, uh, Denver to see J-Rad and my dad's 80th birthday. I took Maven over to my mom's house because she wanted to meet her because we might have her stay with my mom uh, later on this month. My brother bought, brought his dog, Nico, over. And Nico is the best. Like, she's the you best. Got, I mean, I've been seeing Nico, you know, occasionally in person, mostly on social media or whatever, for a long time. She's Nico the rocks. best. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Nico and my sister's dog. Um, oh my god, why am I blanking? Holy shit! Oh no, my sister's dog and Nico are <laughs> great dogs. Uh, and I'm like, I don't. I mean, I could never get a dog that good, you know. Um, it's also the people. But anyway, Maven met Nico, and it was really sweet. Nico is not a puppy anymore, right? And Maven's like trying to play with her like a puppy and it was just like really heart-wrenching and beautiful and hard and gorgeous and made my heart I just started bawling in my mom's kitchen and my heart was just like ripped open and Colin and I went to go see J-Rad together and we had this like tearful conversation over Indian food before the show just like you know having the like the heart conversations about it that yeah, dogs' lives are short, and mm-hmm. they change your life completely in the most mm-hmm. amazing ways. And you, he, he, he looked me in the eye, and he's like, "You're gonna learn things you didn't think you're gonna learn, and I can't wait for you to walk through those. You're gonna have your own experience with your own dog." Mm-hmm. But, um, so it was just like it's just it's been a it's been an interesting journey thus far, and I know it'll get we'll get we'll adjust all of that will kind of smooth out, but yeah. it's really new right now, and it's really weird. Mm-hmm. And I know you've had some amazing dogs. Like I've mm-hmm. never, I've never had a dog as an adult. So this is brand, oh, wow. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Her yeah. Name they're is the, they're, you know, gigantic pains in the butt that you can't live without. I'm, I'm kind of getting a sliver of a glance of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sonny's the pug. She's nine, mm-hmm. nine and a half. And that's, getting into senior pug territory but i mean she was wrestling with me earlier <laughs> like she was like batting at me like hey we're playing now <laughs> you we're doing this right now i don't care what you wanted to do pretty much this is, 
She's need to do most this right now. definitely a brat like that. Mm. Like I'm sitting here staring at you. I'm putting my paw on your arm. Turn off the damn TV and play with me. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone earlier downstairs and she was kind of skulking around and I was like, you know, just ignoring her. And next thing I know, she's, she's running out of one of my daughter's rooms with one of their slippers. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Oh, so you were going to ignore me. Oh, okay. I, I know, I know exactly how to get your attention. Right. We'll see about that. Let's yeah. see. What's something. Oh, look, it's a slipper. Okay. I am noticing Maven. I, you know, just like, there was like two days where she was really sweet and really cool. And now after those, those couple of days, I notice her like testing every fucking boundary. That's what you dogs know? do. You know, like what mm-hmm. can I get away with and what you say no to, I'm going to go after that. Right. Until it hits a, a breaking point. You well, know? they learn pretty quickly. Like what the, like, okay, these are like totem items. They're like really important. Yeah. Yeah. And if I want to cause trouble, that's where I'm heading. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They learn. Yeah. Yeah. When I had my uh wolf hybrid wolf mutt out in California, she I mean, wolf man, that dog, she mm. tested everything all the time. Mm. Well, that rule was there yesterday. Let's see if it's there today. <laughs> Still there? Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it was just nonstop. What was her name? Shiva. Shiva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her mom was a wolf hybrid, like 87% Arctic wolf. Oh, my God. And she got knocked up by the mutt next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what happened. So, yeah. So, I took one of those puppies. Wow. She was, yeah, amazing. Mm. That was one of those deals, like, she would just leave. And she's a wolf, you know, not quite yeah. half wolf. Right. And she'd just leave for a couple of days and then just show up like, hey, what's happening? Wow. Because mm-hmm. they would go out and like scout, basically do slightly larger concentric circles around wherever home was. Mm-hmm. And she'd disappear. And like her mom lived a couple miles across town. And every once in a while, her mom's owner, my friend, would call and be like, Shiva's over here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll be over, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind I, of amazing. It's been a, you know, Kirsten and I are talking like, we weren't sure we we're going to do this. And then this just sort of happened. And so we're like, well, this is happening. Like we're, we're all in now we're going to do this. But I, I, we were talking about like, and I was talking to Colin about this too. Like we're, we're also allowing ourselves a little bit of grace and grief of like, I can't, we can't just like, we've already noticed it. She can't, Kirsten can't be like, you know what? I'm going to go out with the girls after the meeting and get some food. And, you know, I'll be home later. I don't know when I'm going to be home. Well, you know, right. like we can't, we can't really do that anymore. And I don't, uh... I know. And it's like, it's one of those things where I know it's like, I know, but at the same time, that was a freedom we really loved. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. And we were conscious of, it's not mm-hmm. like, it's not like one of those things where we, uh, we're like, oh my God, we didn't know this was going to happen. Or, 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 oh, oh my God, I didn't know I enjoyed that. We were conscious of that. Sure. But I don't, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like everything changed and you don't regret it. You know? Yeah. 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 You know what it's I mean? the same way with having kids. Right. 
most right. of the time. Yeah. Because you want to talk about a loss of autonomy for about a decade. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least puppies can feed themselves. <laughs> like, seriously, all you do is put the food in the bowl. Like, I know what to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, Infants, and, not so and, much. And when, and when a puppy needs a break, you can put them in their kennel. You really can't just yeah. put a kid in a kennel and leave for an hour. No, that's, that's what the little playpens are for. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. until they turn two. And then they learn how to crawl out of the playpens. Yeah. And that's when you get the cattle prods out. Kidding. Kidding. That I was, was going to ask joke. you, in your, in your infinite wisdom as a dog person, like, uh, what... I guess what I want to know is, it, it, tell me it gets it gets easier. You get used totally. to everything. Oh yeah, it gets so much easier. I mean, you want it, it's just like driving a stick. Yeah. You know, right. the first tail you come up, I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. Next, you're driving and you don't even think about it. You know. Yeah. Yep. It just becomes like Sunny. It just becomes. I mean, like she lit like Sunny. Um, at night, like when we start doing certain things, she just goes and gets in her kennel. Mm-hmm. that's her signal she knows yep. it's, time. it's time just to go she just goes and gets in her kennel she likes it in her kennel like it's kind of her safe space you know unless she's feeling ornery mm-hmm. then she will actively not get in her kennel <laughs> she does that sometimes she'll just mm-hmm. roll over like I'm not moving like dude you know oh my gosh I've 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 experienced that with Maven on a couple walks I think I was telling you about this like mm-hmm. I took her to Holmes Lake the other day and that was way too long of a walk for her. You know, she looks bigger than she, she's a kid. Yeah. She looks bigger than she is in years. Right. So Mm -hmm. like we get about halfway around the lake and I'm like, well, if I turn back, it's the same distance. So we might as well press on. And so we get about three quarters and she just lays down. She just sits. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Right. You're a fucking maniac looking at me. like I'm not doing this. Right. And I literally picked her up. I was like, all right, man. I'm not going to live at home's lake, get in the car, you know, right. I, I did this to myself. I pushed right. you as far as you were willing to go. Yeah. Maven at least is, I mean, you will probably have to walk her. Oh yeah. She's got some greyhound in her, right? Yeah. So that's what the, the shelter said was that she's a greyhound mix. I also ran into somebody that says like, Oh no, she's definitely got a whip it. She's definitely a whip. Oh yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And I saw some photos of a whippet, and I'm like, maybe I don't know. She's definitely mixed with something. So, but either way, that's a, one of the like those dogs run, yeah, and need to exercise and all that sort of thing. So that yeah. keep you in shape, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I, from what I know, I did a little reading. Whippets like they'll they're sprinters, right? They're not long. They oh they sure, have, you know what I mean. So yeah, like yeah. they have a little bit of energy, and then they're a couch done. Yeah. <laughs> You know? See, I have a pug. They they have a little bit of energy, and then they're done. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Sunny will literally like if I mean she, we go. We have a pretty good sized block, and we'll walk around that. And she has some you know brachycephalic breathing issues and that sort of thing. So we gotta 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 be careful with that because they're not really built for breathing, um, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, if she <laughs> like I at her age now, like some nights I can just tell, like, we're just going on the block. We're coming back. And other nights she like steps right out. She's moving. She's having a good time, you know. But if it gets to the point, she will literally just lay down in somebody's yard and look at me like, yeah, I'm done. This is this is where this is where I'm staying now. 
I've got a buddy, Nate, who uh, lives in Omaha, and he's got a French bulldog. And oh, boy. he always posts these hilarious videos when he'll take his dog to the park and she gives up. And she's on a harness. She's not being harmed. Right, but right. He, he would just drag her through the grass. And she, like, loves it. She, like, yeah. wiggles around, you know? And it's like, <laughs> he fucking gave up. And he's like, this is my fucking dog. He always posts these videos. This is my fucking dog, everybody. Get a dog, they said. <laughs> Get a dog, they said. The grass. It'll be fun, they said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. That's been a trip, man. It's been a real trip. She's right now out. She's at a puppy play date at some, I don't know, some indoor puppy play facility. I don't know. With Is it the one kind of by downtown? It's by, uh, no, well, it's by like Target, I think. Oh, uh, o Street. Oh, okay. But there's a dog, there's like dog bar. Well, oh, I know what you're talking about. It used to be sports courts. Is that I it? I think oh, so, yeah. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's bougie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, whatever, man. It's, it's, all yeah, it's cool. Dog it spa. Dog spa. Dog yeah. spa. Mm-hmm. I've I've spent hundreds of dollars on her already with bullshit and stuff and yeah that happens yeah what are you getting into the sweaters and the well booties? she's gonna need it she's very little meat skinny on her right like Colin's already we, we tried to put we tried to try to put booties on Maggie our first bug and that did not go well <laughs> she almost killed herself trying to get those things off like it was I wish I would have videoed it because it was really funny. Just the contortions and the noises. She was not having it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Maven's going to need those, whether she likes them or not. Mm. I will see. But I don't know. She's definitely going to need a doggy coat or a sweater. Yeah. In the Nebraska winters. Cause she's got fucking no, she's like zero body fat. You right. know, she's a, she's a little rail. She looks like Colin said she looks like Santa's little helper from. Oh, right. From the Satan's Simpsons, little yeah. helper. What's that? Satan's scene? little helper. Yeah, different show. Yeah, but he's he's got Colin's got some some deal with uh, this company called Roughwear, and they make like tactical like hiking stuff for dogs, like insulated coats and R U F F wear. Roughwear. Yep, I love it. Yeah, so probably have to drop some coin on Ru- today's episode is brought to you by Roughwear. I need. I, we love Roughwear. We love Roughwear. You know the thing about Roughwear. Is that my dog is skinny, and when I hike with her over the Continental Divide, her tactical coat keeps her warm. Rough wear. Back to the show. Back to the show. So do you want to talk about music, or do you want to talk about impending fascism? Oh, we've done the fascism thing, man. (laughs) But I feel like there's more. There's always more, especially, you know, yeah, as fascism rises, there's always more to talk about, right? Mm. I want to talk about music. I want so to talk about Red, So you went to Red Rocks. You, what is this this J Rad you were referencing? Well, Steve, it's a little musical outfit called Joe Russo's Almost Dead, started by Joe Russo and his musical partner, Marco Benevento, uh, featuring Tom Hamilton Jr., Dave Drywitz, and Scotty Metzger. Scotty Metzger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we and, saw and it is as lore has it, they started out as kind of a joke. Did they, so a, they started a with gag. the Buffalo, 
at the bustle and the hedgerow stuff right yeah well they started out yeah 10 11 years ago playing without tom hamilton the four of them instrumental led zeppelin covers which quite frankly are amazing everybody check out but bustle in your hedgerow on uh, youtube but then that so uh, it, uh i don't it must have been 2013 i think halloween joey russo and the guys did would do like a halloween thing at brooklyn bowl in new york which is for those of you kind of like the ranch bowl in omaha the beloved you know going out for the ranch bowl um and so joe russo on drums had been playing with bob weir and phil lesh from the grateful dead and further and so somebody just kind of they were trying to figure out what to do for halloween at the brooklyn bowl and somebody kind of snarkily said well you're the grateful dead guy why don't you do a grateful dead thing (laughs) and joe went that's interesting So they brought in Tom Hamilton from American Babies on guitar, and uh, they did what was supposed to be a one-off gig as Joe Russo's Almost Dead Halloween of, I think, 2013. And people posted videos on YouTube, and the internet went batshit crazy. Yeah. And said, you guys have to take this on the road. You guys have to take this. Like, if you take this on the road, we'll come. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and I went and saw one of their first on-the-road shows, too, actually in denver boulder and denver was that their was that like their first tour i think that was their first tour no shit i think so yeah might have been 2014 whenever pearl jam played lincoln because it was the next couple days that was 2014 okay so would have been and that was what was holly's birthday so maybe it wasn't their first tour because i think it was uh whatever it was right at the beginning we were right on the cutting edge damn it that's what i'm trying to say we were there first everybody we were cooler than everybody else that's what i'm we trying did to show say. up to the boulder theater and nobody else was there like we got we were yeah, yeah. like we uh, were right up i mean that was amazing and and to see fucking red rack red racks rug road rocks rug, rugrats rugrats to see the, the rugrats amphitheater the rugrats have bought red rocks to see the rugrats amphitheater filled to the brim with people for j-rad next sitting standing next to colin who we saw and that you know in the ogden uh-huh. yeah uh, it was fu- it was so good man they sounded so, so 10 years later almost yeah. nine years later nine years yeah later. but that was i mean 10 years since they kind of yeah, yeah 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 they fucking killed it they so was it full the night you were there yes because the next night, which was Sunday, was about two thirds full on the oh, video. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's just because it was Sunday night and also weather, you know. Yeah. And it's the- Denver. I mean, there's a there's you know, there's lots of stuff happening at Red Rocks. It's not like it's a to Denverites, it's another show. Right. You know. Um, it, it was it was full to the brim. It was nice. pretty packed. And mm-hmm. excuse me, the Denver metro area had been experiencing uh, like an El Nino sort of situation with rain for the last mm-hmm. few weeks or week. And there was a break in the rain for pretty much like four fifths of the show. Nice. Um, and it was cool and perfect and dry for the most part until the very end. Mm-hmm. They played, I know you writer and we all cool Colorado rain, up. baby, dude. It was, yeah, it was great. And it was also like, I was kind of working through, what's this new feeling? I left the dog at home with my wife. She's okay. And, and like, and you know, my brother's here and he's not, you abandon your baby. And my brother's not a huge dead fan, but he really loves Joe Russo. And he was kind of saying like, Joe Russo's almost dead is accessible dead music. And I'm like, right the fuck on. Yeah. So the music just sort of led me through that whole 
trip between my ears and it was fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Mm -hmm. Really good. If you ever, there's a moth on my floor. If you ever get a chance to um, see the J rat out on the, on the road, everybody. Highly recommend. Take the ride. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's amazing. You played some (laughs) random bluegrass show dude yes um tuesday now the first tuesday of every month at duffy's tavern down on o street is a bluegrass jam hosted by our friend and past guest mike semrad oh he hosts it yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's like the the organizer of it mm-hmm. nice. and uh, i went down there for the first time last tuesday and just had a hoot it was actual picking and grinning nice yeah uh it's about a dozen people round numbers Mm -hmm. um some people kind of came and went um pickle branger because meyer showed up about halfway through with his guitar and um he plays bass in the jerry pranksters and other things and he's a multi-instrumentalist dude um i think if it's got strings he can play it Mm -hmm. and uh a couple band you know banjo uh this cat ian uh with acoustic guitar and then he had this banjo laylee it was like a ukulele and a banjo hybrid. It was really cool. He might have built it. I don't know. It was really cool. Um, sounded neat. Harmonica player. A couple other guitar. You know, I mean, it was just cool, man. And 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 it was a blast. And we played songs. And it's literally, it's like, what it might call it, like bluegrass rules or something, where like you sit in a circle and you just go around and next person calls a song, calls out the chords, and you start playing it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering how that worked. It's like... That- is there like a standard of, of, of is there like a, a canon of songs that everybody ought to know? Well, yes, but the rea- the bottom line, I mean, Mike's like, try to keep it to three chords. Yeah, okay. You know, don't bring out the eight chord opuses, you know. Because right. um, We're going to do bo- a bluegrass version of uh, uh, Rush's 2112 real quick. And, yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh-uh. The most complex song we played was this Towns Van Zant song called I'll Be Here in the Morning, which I loved. Uh, I'd never heard it before, and it had some chord changes in it, so it was a little tricky, but I can follow, you know, just as long as I can see somebody's hands on a guitar, I'm good, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, man, I, I haven't had that much fun with my clothes on in years. It was great. <laughs> I mean, it was just a blast. Yeah. Um, I hit it, you know, Mike, I was, you know, it was validating for me to be able to, like, oh, I can do this. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like I totally hung, you know. Yeah, you can do that shit, man. But I'd never I'd never done it in that context before. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're like, okay, man, you're up. What do you want to do? So I'm like, okay, we'll do uh Bob Dylan's anybody know master my payment masterpiece. Everybody's like, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna do that in A, but without the fancy bridge, without the Coca-Cola thing, and just straight through and everybody went, all right. Then everybody takes a solo, you know, you just, whoever, like whoever calls the song also kind of calls the shots. You direct wow. it. Right. You know, and so you can either just like solo around the room or like pick somebody out, you know, like the other song that I called was El Paso. Nice. Yeah. And uh, that people are like, oh, shit, El Paso. OK, you know, and uh, <laughs> I got all caught up in the words. Someone's like, you know, the words to that. And I'm like, I think I will find out. I think so. You know, it's a lot <laughs> I of hope words. So. Yeah. Well, and and as I got like a third of the way into it, I'm like, this is too many words, you Uh, know? Yeah. So like, I kind of remembered like two thirds of the way through, like we should probably give somebody some solos and Pickle was sitting next to me. So I tossed it off to him and, Uh you know, he killed it. And and then I couldn't remember where it was in the verses. So I, you know, we just finished it off, but it was fun. 
Nice. Yeah. And like got to sing some harmonies and I mean, it was just, it was just real good fun. Yeah, dude. I, and I, and cool- like there were some people hanging cause we played in the, you know, the stage half of Duffy's mm-hmm. and then there were people just hanging out doing Duffy's, you know, on the other mm-hmm. side. Super chill. down fish bowls. Right. I didn't, I didn't see any fish bowls. And there wasn't a ton of people there. It wasn't like it was packed. It was Tuesday night, you know, and it was early too, you know. So, that's yeah. I mean, it was. I'm definitely next. The next, the July one isn't going to happen because it's on the fourth. Oh, bummer. So now, now I'm not around or anything because I I don't don't want to wait until August to see this shit. I just want to go down and watch this go down, dude. It's amazing. I mean, it was so much fun, and it was like pretty good. Like yeah, I was gonna say, show. like, how was the, how was the execution of the songs? Was there a lot Pretty of like, did it and fall? It, off like the, one of especially playing that type of music, um, one of the main, uh, I guess requirements. One of the things you really need to be able to do is not play. Mm. You to listen. You need to like know when to lay out, mm-hmm. and know when to step on it. You know, and that's. There was one guy there, uh, I forget his name, but he was he was a nice guy, uh, fiddle player, and uh, Andy also said also had a mandolin, but he hadn't brought it. But uh, like I could tell, he very much was not comfortable improvising on the spot. Mm. Like he needed to have his part, right? Yeah. He could play; he had the mechanics down, but just like that was a very foreign thing for him to be like, "Okay, man, go." Yeah. You know, right. he was like, I, and he would just, and it was that kind of environment where you could say, no, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, cool, next, go. You know, there was no like, what do you mean? No, you know. How dare you? Right. Poser. Doing chicken noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Everybody just stops and goes, geez. Yeah, come on. You're really bringing us all over, man. You really no, ruined the bluegrass jam. <laughs> You ruined it single handed. You're out, man. Right. No, and that's give us your thing. patch. That's that's oh no. <laughs> Just take somebody's patch off. Get out. That's but that's the thing that was so cool about it is the the lack of egos. Yeah. You know, like everybody's just there to be supportive and everybody, you know, I mean, everybody has their own skill set and lack thereof. And and that's what it's about is just getting better and just getting together, you know. It's cool though that it sounded like you had a good mix of yep. instruments too, because everybody, did. you know, you like everybody shows up with a fucking six-string guitar, guitar, right? Yeah, yeah then it's I mean, you can make it happen. It's the it's the musical equivalent of a sausage fest. <laughs> That'd be a great name for the bluegrass band that comes out of this whole thing. <laughs> sausage fest. Sausage fest. <laughs> I did actually kind of. I did. You know, and when you play all Ween songs in bluegrass. I dude, did you see that video I sent? Yeah, dude. That was so good. What was the song? I can't even remember. I don't remember. Whatever, it was great. There needs to be more ween bluegrass. Ween based bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so anyway, that was uh yeah, man. it was just a total delight. And uh I'm very glad that I went down and I will definitely do it again. In fact, and I got a couple numbers from that from other players, so maybe something will come out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. And also, like, my hat's off to you to just saying, I don't know. I only know Mike that's down there. I'm just going to show up and fucking. We'll see what happens. And I don't even really know Mike. I've never met him in person, like shook his hand. Oh, far out. 
Yeah. The only times I've ever actually talked to Mike were on this podcast and like wave at him when he was doing that mobile concert thing. Oh, pandemic. He was on pandemic. a rickshaw. Rickshaw, yeah. The rickshaw bike concert. Rickshaw. <laughs> that Wait, was really cool. Music for the people in the streets, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, it was really like I can see after, especially after playing with him, like he's a fun player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's very supportive and very, like he likes to get after it, you know? Yeah. And that, that was fun for me just to have somebody to kind of play off of like that. Mm-hmm. We do rich and I do some of that in exile and O street. We'll play off each other a little bit. Sure. Um, but for, you know, I felt like Mike might disagree with this, but I felt like we were like, we were clicking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you were. And, and also, also that guy, that, I've been watching that guy play music live since I moved to Lincoln mm-hmm. and that guy, well, he lived in Chicago for a while, but when I see him back in the day with a more rock and roll outfit and then what he's, what he's the shit he does now, I'm like, this guy's having the most fun. He's just having, he just enjoys fucking playing music. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, that was the thing that kind of tickled me about when pickle showed up too. It's like, cause this is not like, it's not a paying gig. Yeah. Right. Like he showed up just to play the guitar. <clears throat> nice. I love it. You know? Yeah, right. So yeah, and I yeah, it was that was the first time I'd ever actually talked to Pickle too. Nice. And I've seen him a bunch, you know. Mm-hmm. But I actually it was nice just to be able to actually introduce myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, hey, I know you, you know. That's fucking cool, man. If yeah, I it was neat. Big brass ones on you to do that. Like I man, I tell you what, I kind of had, <clears> you know, <throat> driving down there, I was like, I don't know about this. Not because of the event, because of me, you know. Right. Also, you but, don't know how people are gonna fucking take somebody in you know what i right. mean like, you don't know how the dynamic like you can't it doesn't sound like the kind of environment where you can take it too serious you have to take it seriously but you, you can't have to take it- you have to show up to play right right and you have to i think the critical thing is to not like need approval uh yeah you know what i'm saying like you have to bring your own approval yeah wow regardless of your skill level you know like i'm here to try and do this and we'll see how it goes kind of thing. Like if you need to, you know, be head padded, it's probably not going to go real well. You know, I'm going to go down to this bluegrass jam and I hope everyone validates me. Right. Kind of. Yeah. But, I'm, but also it was validating just because of the nature of the event, which is that not every solo is going to be great. You're not going to remember every lyric. You're not going to catch every chord change and nobody cares. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it, obviously, if like you can't hold a beat and you don't know what a G chord is, it's not going to go well. You know, yeah, right. You, that's one of those times when you should practice listening. Yeah. <laughs> grab a, grab a fishbowl and, and that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I don't but think it's also interesting. Just fishbowls by themselves, though. That just a disclaimer. Yeah. I don't think uh, it's not a solo event, a fishbowl. It could be. Um, but that's but that's that was the other thing that was cool and interesting for me is everybody else's like style you know like I have a very heavy handed style I'm a little bit ham fisted but I can make I can punch the acoustic guitar and my acoustic guitar is really loud and there was no bass there so I was comping some bass lines and because I can do that you know Mm -hmm. and there were people that were less aggressive but more melodic you know Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm That's the, my thing is I'm not, I, I'm not a, uh, 
technically like I don't have a lot of my vocabulary isn't huge. Sure. So I rely more on, you know, oomph. <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes you need to put a bowl in a china shop. You know what I mean? Right. That was that's my job. Right. Yeah. Well, without any percussion in a straight up bluegrass situation, you need to have a fucking- and with no there was no bass, so yeah, it helps to have that. You know, just somebody kind of mm, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. Counting but anyway, up. yes, it was very. It was just. It was just. It was uh, just what the doctor ordered. Right on, man. Yeah, fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. Yeah, and you know, bluegrass, I think is probably. It's uniquely American, for one thing, mm-hmm. not unlike jazz, and also not unlike jazz. It's very, it's not as uh, structurally complicated as jazz can be, mm-hmm. and it's not as loose as jazz can be in terms of like chord structure and that sort of thing and rhythm rhythms. I mean, it's pretty one four five four on the floor, you know, and the occasional waltz. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's all in- improv. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, Solo, now, go. The only real bluegrass I've ever really seen live was is more the new grass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, fucking... Yonder. Yonder Mountain String Band. Yep. Yeah, like that. But but still, they follow that, that sort of... Yeah, we have to have the structure, but we're going to give a lot of time for somebody to just solo forever. Yeah. <laughs> and go off. Well, you know? And it's a lot of just handing it off, you yeah. know? yeah so and that's you know i obviously listening to the kind of music that i listen to in my day job i appreciate that yeah yeah. where nobody's really just playing filler yeah you know and then that turns into the larger whole this kind of loose structure Mm. so that like that it's nice to be able to it was really fun for me because even in exile which is pretty loose but there's i mean we definitely have structure on a yeah. good night, on a good day, you know, if the structure <laughs> falls apart, the song falls apart. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And in this, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nope. It's almost like too the idea, which is kind of a maybe a universal spiritual principle here, which is when I'm clinging to me and and not looking for us. Mm-hmm. Fucked. Yeah, and that's right. I mean, bluegrass is very much like a physical embodiment of that idea because it's all about the group Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all about the group creating the whole wow Mm -hmm. and like teamwork and being supportive and you know when somebody get a good tear going in their solo everybody go yeah you know yeah right call it out you know like right right on yeah Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah so it really is like to see this now i want to fucking i want to win i know i'm bummed like, yeah right it's like once a like month got the on, pulled out of pulled out from underneath me by this whole independence day nonsense who fucking needs it well i don't know man lee greenwood maybe lee greenwood and kid rock will do a duet on <laughs> oh i just threw up in my mouth like a, like a mashup and then Ted Nugent will come out and shoot some, I don't know, whatever Fire he shoots. cannons or something? Yeah. I was, was going to say something less uh, suitable. Thank you for refraining. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that burned into my fucking mind. Right I know. Now. Yeah. 
Are you, you're doing you're doing Boulder, right? You're going to the yeah, show. Yeah, buddy. Gonna Making go see Dead one last Mo again. It might happen for us. I don't know. We're still we're going the fir- we're going the first two nights, first and second. That'll be all right. That's gonna uh, apparently they're killing it. I haven't listened to a ton of it, but all the you know the internet saying yeah, it's great. So it is great. Mm-hmm. It is great. The, the bits that I've listened to have been pretty solid. Like, man, are you guys sure you want to hang it up? Yeah, what are they thinking? I don't know. Bobby's getting old. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that it doesn't matter because there will be more music. There will be more music. In fact, you know. Hey, you know what? Up. Nothing lasts. <sighs> That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was thinking, you know, during set break at J-Rad, I'm like, well, if this is my live dead experience of the summer, this is pretty all right. I mean, I don't, I kind of would like to make it to dead and company at least at one night. Right. Thinking about how to navigate that with the, with the dog, but doggo just you know, make her a lot dog. It'll be fine. Sneak her in under a trench coat. Right. Um, she, can, she can hang out with all the pit bulls. She get eaten alive. Right. I was just, I had people did that like lot dog and you just like, you come back and your dog's just there. Like, yeah. You just time to the bumper of the Volkswagen with some water and they're good. So crazy. But now there's an app. There's an app uh called like, uh, like Uber for dog sitters. Called Rover. Today's yeah, episode. I know about Rover. Yeah, we got signed up on Rover. So maybe maybe you know anybody that, you know anybody that wants to watch a chicken? <laughs> well, I feel like you could probably find you a chicken watch your house and be like, yeah, pay him a little extra money and be like. Put the feet on the ground, let it out. It roosts itself. Like you're good. Yeah. Hold on a second. There used to be a time where Steve would deal with the dog, and now I'm not going to give you any shit anymore. I'm right. sorry. That I wasn't to, for. Oh, whatever. I used to give you a really hard time, and now yeah, you did. I am, I am more compassionate to this. Oh, that's nice. The meditation must be working. Speaking of, I I'm being a dick now because I was giving you shit last night with the dog training. Yeah. yeah. And I swung. I yeah. I feel I feel like I overdid that a little bit, so I'm sorry. I mean, once was enough, but I went around for a second swipe and it didn't land. Oh no! I I just come to expect that from you. I know. That's how I express affection. I I receive that apology and I love you <laughs> and. If we can't riff each other, then why would we? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I do actually. What's the point? I know. Well, you're one of the few people that I can do that to that doesn't that I can like say things like that to without it turning into a thing. Well, I think it was you and a couple other people early on in recovery that taught me how to fucking how to spit back. Right. I didn't have that skill. I was. I didn't either. I was a sponge. (laughs) What they said? They said mean things to me. They, I knew they hated me. Dude, they weren't even, that wasn't even mean. It felt mean. <laughs> it confirmed my insecurities. And right. so I'm thinking my. Well, I mean, let's them. face it. We're friends with some people that are very good at identifying weaknesses and then exploiting that for comedic value. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With we love. Can soften around the points where we know we go a little too far, then I think we're okay. Yeah. But if we can't give each other a hard time, like if I can't make fun of you, I, I literally was standing in 
the Field Museum in Chicago, right? Where you said those words with That's all so funny. And I was like, Kirsten, this is, this the, is spot the spot where Steve said, I'm at a point where I don't give a shit about any of this right, now. right now. And left. It was the best. And she's like, wow, this is the spot. I was you like, know that was 10 years ago? Dude. 10 years ago. And that story still lives on. So fucking amazing. Right. That was the day I paid $27 to use a bathroom. Because <laughs> I needed it right now. <laughs> it wasn't the uh the the trail of uh uh hot Italian beef sandwiches that you ate on the way to the museum. I guarantee you that was a hundred percent it. I got to have a vegan Chicago dog in Chicago. That was pretty fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you got to have that experience. It was fucking great. I bet it was. Portellos or someplace else? No, it was just this little stand on the fucking, you know. But it actually did it right. They did it well. Nice. It was an impossible sausage, but it was every everything else was the way it should be. Right, with the pickle and the sport peppers. and Yeah, yeah. I think for my birthday, I'm which is coming up, by the way, I'm going to order uh, Portellos. You can't where from where like portellos.com, baby. They'll send you the they'll send you hot beef sandwiches, all the stuff to make them. Just like Dave got that clam chowder thing or whatever oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. They'll send you the buns, they send you the port sport peppers, they send you the the bright green relish, the Nathan's or whatever Vienna beef right. dogs, and you just make it at <clears> home. Uh today's episode is also brought to you by Portellos. Hell Famous yeah. Chicago eatery. Big beef, baby. <clears throat> Portellos, big beef, baby, <laughs> and a and a and the the shake with the cake in it. Oh yes! If you, mm-hmm. hey, if they've got a vegetarian option, let me know. Wait, your birthday Portellos the... does, yeah. Portellos 28th? does. Twenty eighth. Is that your birthday? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, you can bring your own damn impossible wiener, and you can have oh, the sport oh, peppers. I will absolutely have my impossible wiener with me for sure. <laughs> okay, it's impossible. Great. Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> Joel's impossible wiener. If you made Today's it, this show is also brought to you by Joel's, Joel's impossible Impos- wiener. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of meat jokes. in there. Oh, so many avenues I could go down too. Which one? <laughs> I'm going to stop. Cause my wife will listen to this. Yeah. I'm going to stop. Portillo. Oh, what's what's going on? What else is going on? I don't want to talk about fascism. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to that's that fine. Well, I think we've done it. I mean, we did it. I think we did it. We created <laughs> some content. We're about an hour. I'm going to play some music. You're going to play some music? I'm gonna, no. I mean, I'm going to put some music on the end of this. Hey, you should a- put that. Uh, you should put the. You should put the. Um, either the Saint Stephen from J Rad, or I don't. You do you, man. I shouldn't step on your artistic tone, uh, toes here. For the record, I pick the music. I know. I know. I, uh, but you know I'll what? Stay in my lane. I'll stay Maybe in my I'll lane. Be, but that doesn't have to. You can pick the music. I've just done it because I'm the one that puts it together. If you have, you know what, Joel? I would love to honor your musical request. The only thing I was going to say is, whatever. and this is, this is a huge. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you do that. And you're like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> It's too long. Maybe it's too long of a track to put at the end, but it's, the entire the the entire uh, uh, lost sailor into Saint of Circumstance. Too long. Too long. That is really good, though. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, that was that was amazing. 
Like that's how you do that. That is exactly how you do that. Mm-hmm. Nothing against, you know, who did that originally? Um, yeah, Grateful Dead. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, I mean, it's so cool to see that those songs performed with that attitude and that dude, freedom and dude, just big swinging balls, just all over the place. Sharp. Well, I just love the the uh, the dynamics. Uh, the, the dynamics are from just this mellow ambient space yes with a pulse situation to being strapped onto a rocket and it you don't even know you don't even know it you, you're not even aware that it's hitting you and like until like maybe 15 seconds later right and then you're like, like oh. yeah a couple of moments that happened and i'm like turned to i'm like what what how did they where did that come from i was listening uh-huh. all the time but where did that come from uh-huh it's amazing yep the yep. the encore the, the stella blue encore is pretty fantastic too yeah i see yep well we will not be lovers i don't know what that is so that's the whole thing so what i what i looked i looked up so uh who said it joe russo said it he's like i saw uh scott metzger play this at cbgb's 20 years ago let's play it and it Here's the thing, it Mike Doty has played that song. Oh, really? I don't know if that's his song though. Huh. But on on Setlist FM or whatever, it's listed as a Mike Doty cover. And then okay. I tried then I tried to figure out like, did Metzger play with Doty at some point? And I don't think that's a Doty. I don't think he wrote that. Well, they're both New Yorkers. I mean, yeah, maybe. I, and but, maybe about the same age. Doty might be a little yeah. bit older. So maybe. It was just, it was weird. It was like, oh. I don't know. I couldn't really place it. It was, it was cool. So. Sure. All right. Yeah. Cool. You well, pick, it's nice you to... pick whatever you want. Sweet. Well, it's not, it's nice to be back. I, Welcome I missed to you. Steve. Missed you too, buddy. Yeah. I'm glad we had this. Me too. Um, yeah. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see you sometime. See it. See you on the flip side. I'll see you. I'll see you around if you don't turn square. Take it sleazy. Don't don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk, Steve. Oh, I don't know what that means. Okay, I gotta yeah. go. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. That's that's if you wouldn't have fucking hit that, I'd have been real pissed. How am I, how am I gonna miss that? I don't know. People, some people don't know that shit. This is good fade out banter too, I think. I think so. All right. Later. I'm gonna take you girl. I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna do all them things that I've told you. I gotta love you none. I gotta I got to do all them things. Hey, it's got to make you feel make you feel alright. Oh no, no. I got to keep on. Looking for my, my, my Looking for my baby yeah. Well, I'm looking here and there I'm looking everywhere I'm looking in a town I'm looking in the city I'm looking everywhere I just, I just, I just I got to find, no, no, no I just gotta find my baby Some kind of way some old kind of way, yeah. 
some kind of way Just take some kind of way To get together With my angel child I put together I take a couple of days no further no how And if I take a couple of deals Can't make it no further uh, 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 no. What do you think? Come on, get up and dance with her now. Come on, 
get up and dance, that's right. Look at you two girls over there sitting all by yourselves with all those guys around. But you get up and dance with some of them, huh? Standing down there doing nothing. Ah, what's wrong with you? Come on, you two. Come on, get up. Come on, you right there. Get on up. Get up and dance a while, huh? I'm right behind her, too. I see you. Ha. Hey, look here. I see a couple guys over there, man. They're just sitting down. Come on, get up and dance with a girl. What the hell you doing sitting down there? I know what you're here for, brother. You ain't here to sit down. You ain't here to sit down with your hands in your pockets, with your face looking all like a fool. Get yourself a girl and dance a while. Oh, Ow! Come on! Get on up! Ow! Get on up! Get on up! Come on, look at you. Put your hand behind your head. I'll see you now. Come on. Come on. Ah, you can't get out of that easy, David. Come on, get up. Go get him, get him, get him, on up. Get him on up. You in trouble. Get on up. Oh, no, no, no. Get on up. Get on up. Get on up. Bobby wants you to dance. Hey, he'll dance with you. Come on, get up and dance with him. Come on, you can even come up here and dance with him if you want to. You won't mind. Yeah. Well, I just want to say one thing before I go. She won't get up and dance with you. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You, you can stop playing your guitar, family. Man, go down and dance with the little girl.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.